0: Stay on the island. Not much going on. The parties are all over. The indigenous passed on, but jungle drums are beating with the tales from late last night. The stories is very heating for everyone's delight. You can hear. One to dealin' gossip. But was he that big a fool to do a belly buster? High dive and missed the entire pool and what became a sleeper.
1: Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of the Song Lines and Ten Lines Podcast. A place to take a momentary break from your day-to-day routine. Those returning, thank you. The support is appreciated. Those new to this podcast, welcome. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. And if you do enjoy what I do here, don't forget to rate and review this podcast once you finish this episode. Now let's pull up the anchor and set sail. Well, it's back to the world of the Pirate King this week. So let's now dive a little deeper into the album Coconut Telegraph, released in the year of 1981. And here's some information about this album from Wikipedia. Coconut Telegraph is the 10th studio album by Jimmy Buffett. It was released in February of 81, which I just said, and was produced by Norbert Putnam. In addition to songs written or co-written by Buffett, including one with J.D. Souther, The album includes the 1934 jazz standard Stars Fell on Alabama penned by Mitchell Parrish and Frank Perkins and It's My Job written by Mac McAnally, the beginning of a long-term collaboration that would lead to McAnally becoming a member of Buffett's Coral Reefer Band. Coconut Telegraph reached number 30 on the Billboard 200 album chart, the song It's My Job. Hit number 57 on the Billboard Hot 100 singles and will be Buffett's last appearance on that chart for over 20 years until his 2003 debut with Alan Jackson. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. And you've heard me lament on 5 o'clock somewhere before. Won't go into it here. But I'm glad it gave Buffett a hit. So moving on, from buffettworld.com, I found a few more. Coconuts of information. See what I did there? Coconuts. Here it is. Two singles were released. It's My Job reached number 32 on the Billboard Adult Contemporary chart and number 57 on the Billboard Pop chart. It also says that Stars Fell in Alabama was a single. And there's something on that site called Jimmy's Note. It reads This album is dedicated to all my reefers. You know who you are, and especially to Max. Crabtree. Not sure who Max Crabtree is, but it appears he was mentioned on the album. You had to be there in the liner notes. I did a little research on Max Crabtree and I could find zilch on him. So if you guys know, please let me know. Moving on, let's now dive into another song I want to feature on this episode called "Incommunicado." And here's an odd moment I had while researching information for this episode. For a minute, I couldn't find concert stats for the song Incommunicado, and I thought for sure he had played it live at least once. Thankfully, I found out it has been heard on the concert stage, played live 26 times, first time in 1980 and last played in 2016, according to set list FM
0: try this McGee still in Cedar Key that's what old John MacDonald said They still apply to me, they all make sense in time, but now I'm in driving by myself down the road.
1: Also forgot to mention that the song that opened the episode, Coconut Telegraph, a song that could almost be in his alternate top eight, it has been played live 167 times. You know, I thought it would have been a lot more than that. The first time in 1981, and the last time played in 2022, and it might be a song he plays on his latest tour. Fingers crossed. And as a sidebar, I wrote this script before Jimmy. Cancelled his latest tour and went into the hospital and now is, I think, now home recovering. I haven't seen much on it, but he was told to stop touring. He went to the hospital. He canceled his tours and his doctors have said, hey, rest, recuperate, and then get back on the road. So I don't exactly know what's going on, but here's to a speedy recovery. Hopefully we get the Pirate King back on the road sometime next year. And maybe I can get around to my 10th show. I need to see him just one more time, right? Actually, need to see him about 35 to 150 more times, but I'll take 10. All right, now back to the script. See if I can find my way back to what I wrote here. Okay, here it goes like this. Incredible song, Coconut Telegraph. And according to Setlist FM, he mashed this song, Coconut Telegraph, together with La Bamba and Guantanamera for a total of 37 times in concert. I mean, that's a big wow. Wouldn't mind hearing that version and seeing how he managed to combine those three songs. I don't hear them playing very well together, but I guess he found a way it worked. Now on to the next song I want to feature.
0: The women got so confused They don't talk about their lives as such My life is all I got to lose They take it with a grain of salt And laugh at the complexities They're good at picking all the faults I keep laughing so they
1: This song, The Good Fight, had a brief time in the spotlight, four times, and all of it in 1981, which makes it a true deep cut, and I'm glad I'm featuring it. Solid tune from start to finish. I love the bouncy nature of it. Now, closing out the episode, the last song I'm going to play is another one of those bigger songs for Jimmy. It's called The Weather Is Here, I Wish You Were Beautiful. And it's been played live 150 times in concert. And once again, I thought that number would have been higher. This seems like a more popular song by him. First time played in 1981 and last time played live in 2019. So fairly recently. And this set of lyrics has always stood out to me when I listen to this song. The weather is here. I wish you were beautiful. My thoughts aren't too clear, but don't run away. My girlfriend's a bore. My job is too dutiful. Hell, nobody's perfect. Would you like to play? I feel together today. I've heard those lyrics a ton of times. I mean, a ton of times. But this is the first time I really thought about them and put a picture in my mind to them. Could you imagine what it'd be like to hear this conversation? Somehow this guy winds up talking to this girl and they strike up a conversation. And somewhere along the way, he says, the weather's here. I wish you were beautiful. She starts to leave and he grabs her by the arm, probably lucky not to get mace in the face by this point in time, and says this to her, wait, wait, my thoughts aren't too clear, but don't run away. I didn't mean it like that at all. And I'm sorry if it came across like that. Stay with me and we can have a good time together. I'm not a great catch either. My life sucks. We all have our issues. Let's get drunk and just enjoy this beautiful day. Drown out our sorrows and our problems. And she willingly goes along with it? I think if I'm reading the song right, that's the way the story turns out. Could you imagine that scene playing out? Could you also imagine what brass cajones that man has to have in order to tell a woman, You're not the best looking thing, but we can still have a great time together. He'd have to be either amazingly handsome or an extremely confident salesman. I know I couldn't do it. Probably land me a slap in the face. Maybe a restraining order. Might even get me in jail. That story was running through my head when I read those lyrics. And I just wanted to share it. And I also want to share this quick ad break. And then I will close out the episode. And stay tuned after the ad break, in case you want to check out here. I have some interesting facts about coconuts and telegraphs. After the credits this week. So ad here. And then on to the rest of the episode. Hope that ad break isn't too painful for you. It's generating me a little bit of cash. So I appreciate you guys hanging in with me as I run it. Let me drop anchor here and close out the episode. You can hear my voice talking about music on the Audible Ecstasy podcast. And talking about horror on the Nightlight Tales podcast. And if you want to support me and this podcast, you can buy one of my books or short stories, slap a tip down on the bar on my Ko-Fi page, or become a Patreon patron and receive early access to new episodes. Check the show notes for all that information. That's it. Thanks for listening. Cheers and aloha.
0: She's also spending some time on the island Too much city madness gives her the blues They make a day to go dancing and dining It seems neither has that much to lose The weather is here I wish you were beautiful My thoughts aren't too clear But don't run away My girlfriend's a boy My job is too dutiful Hell, nobody's perfect Would you like to play? Together
1: today. Thank you guys for listening this far. This week, after the credits, we're going to have a little bit of fun. Let's start with some coconut facts. This is from the factsite.com. Here are some interesting things about this famous tropical dessert. In 2013, police in the Maldives took possession of a coconut due to a belief that it had been cursed with black magic. Ooh, spooky, spooky stuff, perfect for the Halloween season. The name coconut is actually a combination of nut and the Portuguese word cocoa. After the face-like image the shell has with three holes. That's also kind of spooky and perfect for the Halloween season. Coconut grenades were a weapon used in World War II by the Japanese in which a coconut was filled with items, most importantly, a grenade, and then thrown at the enemy. Could you imagine coconuts flying at you in World War II? That would be crazy. People have actually used coconut fibers over the centuries to construct robust armor. This includes the natives of the Kerbati Islands who used woven coconut string to build their suits. And coconuts in different forms are antiviral antifungal, antibacterial, and anti-parasite. The slogan for Mounds, a US coconut chocolate bar, was created during a contest in which the winner won a staggering $10. Can you believe that? $10, man. That's it. And I cannot imagine how much money Mounds has made throughout the years. Fun fact to learn, right? And the coconut palm is actually the national tree of the Maldives. And a coconut tree can have up to 180 coconuts harvested during a single harvest. Just like mangoes, cashews, and cherries, the coconut is actually a droop and not a nut. The droop is an item that has a fleshy outer around a pit. And here's a fun one for all you parrot heads who wear coconut bras to the Jimmy Buffett shows. The coconut bra, famous for being a feature of the Hawaiian hula girl, is actually not native to Hawaii. The garment is a Western idea that is not an authentic Hawaiian item. So those were some coconut facts. I hope you found them interesting. Now, how about some facts about the telegraph? From history.house.gov. Inventor Samuel Morse developed the telegraph system. Morse's system sent out a signal in a series of dots and dashes each combination representing one letter of the alphabet, Morse code. The inventor submitted a patent for his device, which he called the American Recording Electromagnetic Telegraph in 1837. And this is from classroom.synonym.com. Morse sent the first ever message over the telegraph on May 24, 1844. The message read, What hath God wrought? It was a passage from the Bible's Book of Numbers, which was chosen by Annie Ellsworth, the daughter of a friend. The telegraph code devised by Morse became known as American Morse Code. Because it had some odd inconsistencies, another version was developed in Europe, which became known as Continental Morse Code. It was adopted by most of the world and became the standard for international telegraphic communications. Although the telegraph was initially used for sending person-to-person messages, it soon became evident that it could be used for gathering and distributing the news. The first Telegraphic Press Association was established in 1848. I do hope you found all those facts interesting. I do hope you've enjoyed what I've been doing new on after the credits. I hope the episode doesn't sound too rough, because believe me, this was a tough episode to record. I'm not sure why I had a bit of a cold over the last few weeks. I'm just getting off of it. Maybe that's have something to do with it. I don't know. But anyways, I hope it didn't come off too rough. I do appreciate you guys sticking around with me and listening to me and all that jazz. That's it for me this week. I'll shut up now. Send you on to the next podcast. Have a great week. Talk to you next time.